Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a new, I got to stop saying it, new episode, because of course, if we're recording it, it's new, right? It doesn't Welcome make to yesterday's sense. episode. Welcome to an old, new, recycled episode of Retroblist Pocket Reviews, where myself, the awesome Trevor, and the fantastic Tim try to uh, find a hidden gem uh, oh, we can't say that because of another podcast. A uh, a diamond in the rough, another Aladdin, if you will. And uh, list in the. Oh, never mind. No, I wanted to hear where that was going. <laughs> Continue. Blister in the finger of. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, of the uh, video game head handheld uh, universe. And that's what we're doing here, guys. Uh, very excited about today's game. Uh, we, of course, are going to talk about. Super Mario Land for the original Game Boy. The Martians are coming! Yes, and Mario is your only hope. Team up with him in Super Mario Land. Guide him on the Nintendo Game Boy. Challenge the mysteries and terrors of ancient Egypt. Battle all the horrors of the deep. Master lots of weird worlds to give Mario a happy ending and make your world a better place. Super Mario Land, another exciting game for Game Boy. Nintendo, now you're playing with power, portable power. Uh, this one, uh, I've been waiting for an excuse to play. Uh, I'll go ahead and get my little history with this game out of the way because it's very short. I, growing up, was unfortunate in that I never got a Game Boy until I was uh, older and they were way out of, like, they weren't doing Game Boys anymore. <laughs> so... I never actually even had this game. Obviously, I was aware of his existence. The only time I got to play Game Boys was over at Trevor's. Excuse me. I knew that was going to happen. Sorry, I just ate dinner. Uh, forgive me uh, for that intrusion of a bodily function. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of it. I don't remember ever playing it on Trevor or Derek's Game Boys. I don't think we ever did. Uh, I don't remember if you guys just didn't have it or I just never played it. I don't know why I wouldn't because I love Mario, but I just never did. So, like, uh, I, it was probably five years ago when I first actually got to play this game. Like, not too long ago, really. And it is, I was telling Tim, just just, just a quick, uh, uh, just a quick view of what I felt playing this. Like, this is a very strange <laughs> Mario game that still somehow feels like Mario, uh, which yeah. to me is a major accomplishment. So, that's just kind of my little history with it. Uh, Trevor, what about you? So my awesome uncle, who I probably mentioned before, um, got me for Christmas one year. An <laughs> original. Got, oh, he, got, he bought me for Christmas. Yeah, he yeah. got you for Christmas. Merry Christmas yeah. to him. It's going to take a dark turn. I know. Um, <laughs> Who's under that Christmas tree? It's Trevor. All right. wrapped up, ready to go. <laughs> oh, that's worse than coal. It was one of the original fat Game Boys. Now, it was from a pawn shop. It was all used. Hey, hey. A pleasantly plump Game Boy. A Game Boy chunky. 
We do um, not body shame here on this podcast. And well, I mean, PHAT, it was a fat game. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah people still say that, right? Oh, yeah. But it was, it was from a pawn shop. So it wasn't when it just came out, but it was, I missed this so much. The Game Boy, that's pretty easy to replace, but I had that huge Game Boy shaped case that it came in. And you could put all your games and there was foam inside it. Did y'all remember that? I do. Remember I do. Yeah. Oh, I never so had cool. it, but it was, I mean, really it was like cool. 18 inches by 16 inches or something. It was big. Yeah. It but anyways, that's what she said. the games I got, at least the only two I remember with it. So as far as I'm concerned, they were my launch games was Super Mario Land and Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, so Link's Awakening, I'm sure we'll talk about later, but Super Mario Land, uh, I played a lot because it was one of two games I had at first. And it's just one of those that even in my mind, it was kind of an odd little game. Like I, whenever you ask me about Mario games, I never thought about this one. It's just its own thing. Um, but yeah, I, I have really good memories of just playing the heck out of it because it was one of two games I had for quite a while for my original Game Boy. What about you, Tim? Uh, similar um, in the fact that I got a Game Boy. Um, I believe it was, I don't know if it was the year it came out, but it was shortly after it came out. I got it, you know, with Tetris and all that stuff along with this game. So, and it was a little while for, and then the third game I got, I believe was Fall of the Foot Clan. So for the longest cool. time, <laughs> yeah, for the longest time, those are the only games I really owned. So they were the games I played and I have a lot of history playing super mario land because like like you it was one of the few games i actually had mm -hmm. and um yeah i have a lot of fond memories and i'm looking forward to talking about this one a uh, quick question was this a game boy launch title it was it, yeah, okay. it was yep it was and it's funny i remembered it as a launch title then i remember wait a minute i also got zelda and that was not a launch title but that's just because no. i got mine used but this was a launch title and it was this and tetris tetris i think were the two main games bundled with the game boy I know it was originally going to be Mario all the way, but probably very wisely they decided on Tetris as the main pack-in game. Yeah. It was um, genius to do that. Yeah, absolute worldwide appeal. But yeah. this game was packed in with some systems. It was a launch game. Uh, Johnny, did you have any notes about like who developed it? I mean, I just have like Tim, two quick notes. That's why we're bringing it up to Tim. Tim, uh, 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 this game has a very fascinating tale to it because when you think Mario... There's a major name that you think of, but he had nothing to do with this game. Is that right, Dan? No, no he didn't. No, um, it was developed by Nintendo R&D One, and it was. Um, but the, one of the main producers is a name that I'm going to mispronounce probably, but this guy's a legend, uh, Gunpei Yokoi, who um, was the creator of the Game and Watch, as well as basically he's the inventor of the D-pad as well, and worked on Man. the Game Boy and such. He was the inventor of the Game Boy. Yeah. So, and um, he, yeah. he was the producer of this game. So um, like Johnny alluded to earlier, I think that's a big reason why um, this game, though it is a Mario game, feels very different from Mario games that we've been used to uh, before that and after that. So yeah. just to kind of color the rest of it, y'all can think for the rest of the review, if this makes sense to you, but this is a Mario game from the branch of Nintendo that made the Metroid series. Not from the branch of Nintendo that normally makes Mario games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I yeah. think that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and it I was thought... released oh, in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was released in uh, July thirty first of nineteen eighty nine. So in America, slightly sooner in Japan. So it's good that's summer. It. I keep forgetting how long the Game Boy actually had been around. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, like I mentioned before, this uh, this Mario game is very different while still being a Mario game. I have uh, on my phone, Tim is a lucky son of a gun who actually has it in person, I believe, the uh, the manual for this game. I did. It is incredible. These are the ones that I remember as a kid loving, the ones that actually goes through and shows you little pictures of all the bad guys and gives you little descriptions of all the characters and stuff. This one does that in spades. Uh, this one's pretty amazing when it comes to that. But this one also has a little story here. Uh, I thought about reading it, but oddly enough, there's a lot of words in this story that I don't think I could pronounce very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pulling it up now because y'all have me super curious. Yep. Um, so once upon a time, there was a peaceful world called Saracelan. This is what Tim and I were trying to discuss. How do you pronounce Sarah. his name? I, I think Sarasaland is how I first read it, but that's probably totally wrong. There you go. I that's... like how you said it. Sarasaland. Yeah, I mean... mm-hmm. In the world, there were four kingdoms. And here we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Named uh, Birabuto, Muda, Easton, and uh, how would you Chai. pronounce it? Chai or, or Chai. Chai. Looks or like Chai, like Chai tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day, the skies of Sarasaland were suddenly covered by a huge black cloud. From a crack in this cloud, the unknown space monster, Tatanga, emerged to try to conquer Sarasaland. I already forgot how you said it. <laughs> Sarasaland? Yeah. Uh, Tatanga, uh, which is giving me some really old school WWF vibes. I may, I may have been making the motion. Uh, side note, uh, <laughs> uh, kind of a racist character. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Now I gotta look him up. We can, we can cut that out. Oh, you'll remember when you see him. Uh, he Tatanga hypnotized the people of all the kingdoms so that he could control them in any way he liked. Oof. In this way, he took over Sarasaland. Now he wants to marry Princess Daisy of Sarasaland, make her his queen. Not cool, Ooh. bro. Not cool. Mario came mm. to know of these events. And has started on a journey to the Chai Kingdom, where Princess Daisy is held captive in order to restore peace to Sarasaland. I want to pronounce it differently every time. <laughs> Can Mario defeat Tatanga? Uh, I was going to say Topanga. Sometimes <laughs> Topanga. Yeah, that's a totally different game. That's a better reference. Yeah. Can yeah. Mario defeat Topanga? Release the people from his interstellar hypnosis and rescue Princess Daisy? It's all up to you and Mario's skills. Go for it, Mario. That's how it ends with a big go for it, Mario. Man, there's a lot to digest right there. There's a lot of Sarasa land going on. It's also the uh, debut, Daisy's debut, who uh, has become a popular Nintendo character in later games. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that this manual actually really cleared up for me is... I always assumed because of Mario that you're throwing fireballs when you get to plant. Yeah. That's not the case at all. Not the in this game. That, yeah. The reason why the trajectory is weird when you're throwing them in this game mm-hmm. is because they're actually a bouncing ball. Yes, they sure are. Yeah. yeah. Which is really strange. Yeah. Yep. And I think the only reason they clarified that is because it just, it bounces a lot. So they decided mm, yeah. this is the ball, not fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting because I was wondering that I was like, man, these, these fireballs are really not very useful sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but if you get to know your trajectory calls these fireballs, I mean, this is way more to gameplay, but the, the bouncy balls actually can be quite useful collecting stuff. Yes, they can. Uh, but anyway, so I, 
Go ahead, Trevor. I just got to say here, like, it is hard for us to remember, but there was a time when there's no guarantee that a sequel to a game would have anything to do with the previous game. Mm. Now, now gamers can't handle it. If, if a sequel isn't basically just like the original, what better? They poo-poo on it. But like, back uh, then, I mean, this was 89. Like, who knew what the next Mario game would be? And they I mean, make something with none of the same characters except for, like, Mario and, and Princess Daisy. It's crazy. Well, she was new, too. Oh, that's right. She was new to this. But yeah. some of the yeah. bad guys are returning. Like, you'll definitely recognize yeah, a couple that's true. of them. Well, uh, I got to ask real quick, though. And I, I don't want to get into too much detail, but I'm looking at Totanga. And to me, he looks like a pink alien. Like, I don't want to get into detail, but I don't get the racist thing. <laughs> he ba- basically. No, 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 no. He's not racist that I'm aware oh, of. Oh. The WWF character. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we had some listeners. Tatanka. Yeah. Tatanka. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I remember my history correct. He's portraying a character of a certain ethnic background, but when he wasn't that ethnic no, background. Nice. I'm thinking, am I right, Tim? Oh, oh. classic. <laughs> am I right, Tim? I think. I, 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 Honestly, that happened a lot in pro wrestling. So it I'm did. Right. So it, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. I, I don't but, know the details. So Mario but, Land is clear then. That's what I was trying to. Yeah, no, Mario yeah, Land is fine. Yeah, Mario yeah. Land okay. is fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Topanga is a mysterious <laughs> spaceman. That's Trevor Jones on water. Oh, God. No, no, she, I mean, to, oh, to Tanga, right. not Topanga. Oh. Um, anytime, we an, say, uh, anytime we say his name, it's a, we, we're going to be like a Harry Potter now. It's a name we cannot say because it just chokes Trevor up. Oh, I'm <laughs> but, it says be named. but it says that there an unknown space monster appeared suddenly from deep space. He drives a war, a war robot Pag, Pagasu <laughs> and attacks with scattered. Meander, meandering rockets is that really what that's yeah that's what that says okay meandering i i think so unless like i can't just, read like they're just lost feeling about no it's in the manual i'm pretty sure that's meandering meandering is what meandering, i describe yep. myself when i'm trying to drive to a, a scattered, new place i've never been <laughs> scattered <laughs> meandering rockets that's basically us yeah. yeah yeah okay all right well let's 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 start here let's let's talk about some graphics guys all right so this is obviously a very early as yeah. of the beginning, Game Boy mm-hmm. game. Uh, was this game ever released in color? Oh, this is the question I had for this. Was this game ever re-released or re- I about said refurbished. You know, That's not the word I'm looking for. You know what? I believe it was fan. I believe a fan ROM exists where somebody made a version of this game for the Super Nintendo, but I did not do that the research rule. on it. That's what I kept yeah. thinking as I was playing this. It was like, it, I wish- it's a fan game though. Uh, officially, to- officially no. no, but I, I did play it on my Super Game Boy, which is very official. And it adds some really nice color. Like it's still it a Game Boy game, but it's, it's, yeah. it's basic it's line art. Color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the backgrounds are actually really cool. The, the backgrounds are almost like drawn backgrounds yeah. with like the uh the layer in front like mm-hmm. it's it's not quite a game and watch game you know like the complete but it's it's simple looking yeah it's kind of realistically it's, it's almost uh, like at one point it's almost like it has three different art styles in one like mario mm-hmm. mario looks just like he does on the first mario game right for the NES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he looks exactly the same just in black and white on the version i played uh, but then, like, you get the enemies and such, and some of them kind of look like they're in different styles. There's some very odd, strange enemies um, in this game. Yes. yes. Um, there's four worlds with three levels per world, so for 12 levels total, and each world is very, very distinct. Yes. Um, like, with style, and like like you said, some of the enemies are a bit interesting. Yeah. 
you'll definitely you know. see enemies you recognize, uh, you know, Goombas and and the uh, and uh, you know Bullet Bills and stuff. They're all there still, but then mm-hmm. you're, there's a bunch that I've only ever seen in this game, which is very very strange to me. I've never I've not played yeah. any of the Super Mario Land games. Uh, besides this one, so maybe they show up in some of those. I don't know, but there's some really strange ones. Like I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain at one point I was Mario, and there were either ninjas or samurai coming after me. <laughs> See, that was probably there's a weird rock throwing people. Oh, it's, I'm glad you said rock throwing because the rocks themselves are that you weird. have to use from time to time are uh, also seem like a very different art style just in themselves. They do, yeah. Like it was kind of weird because you have to use those to kind of travel on sometimes. And it's just really jarring to oh, see yeah. Mario on top of this mm-hmm. rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. The whole thing yeah. is is kind of bizarro, Mario. I think even more so than Mario 2 for the NES. Oh, it, yeah. very much. Very much. But if you ask me to describe this game graphically, I would say it's the small Mario game. Because everything is very zoomed out and small. But I think that was an intentional decision to make it play better on the little Game Boy screen. Oh I yeah. Think it was yeah. A good decision. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's, yeah, everything's just zoomed out compared to normal Mario. It, <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks excellent, especially for a launch yes. game for the Game Boy that came out in 1989. There's really nothing wrong with the graphics at all. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Johnny. I think you were talking about Pionpi. Yeah, he's a not quite samurai, but definitely a Japanese looking, like ancient Japanese looking character who hops about and persistently dogging Mario, no matter how it, many yeah. times. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, dogging Mario. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Because yep. while we're talking about graphics, um, the and, and I can say I think I may have said this before, but I, ever since I was a kid and it's still to this day, the box art for this game is is bizarre. And it's my absolute favorite Mario box art to date. Like I've always loved the picture. Oh, you're of, right. It of is this box. Yes. And in a little little side note here, when I was a kid. Remember when when we were younger, they had the uh, the two piece like pajama sets with like a shirt with like a picture on it, and you had yep. the little pants that went with it. I had that graphic on pajamas when I was a kid. Nice. So see, there cool we go, everybody. Box. I had that. Oh yeah, yeah. I love um, the box art. Absolutely. This love is it. a this brings me to a weird side story that's related because if you look at the the Game Boy box art for Super Mario Land, it's basically Mario front and center. And he's running from like just a, a slew of the bad guys in the background. He does a really good job of kind of giving you an idea what the game is. But Mario, th- it really reminds me of the Japanese Mario 3 box art. Yeah, which I love that too. Yeah. That's really you know, cool in America, looking. we just got, uh, you know, him and his, uh, uh, what's that suit called? I always just say tanu- raccoon. Yeah. It's not the, con- the, 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 the Tanuki suits, the whole thing, but it's like the, the ears. Yeah. The, the ears and the raccoon tail. Yeah. Uh, that very famous box art from America. But in, in Japan, mm-hmm. like they got a whole scene on their box. C- yeah. Cover. Of him jumping off the airship with the Koopa kids yeah. and everything. That, that's that's amazing awesome. art. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of what that's reminding me of a little bit. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty sweet. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go look. Look up both of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, graphically, like Tim was saying, I don't think there's anything here that you can really complain about. It's obviously being an early Game Boy game. It's not going to blow your socks off or anything like that. But uh, but though, I'm kind of going back on that because uh, this is 1989, right? This is yeah. very, if I had this as a kid uh, in the ni- early 90s and it was a handheld game, my mind would have been blown, honestly. Yeah. And it's just super charming too. Like it's yeah. more charming 
now than I would say any of the NES Mario games. I mean, maybe Mario 2, you could say, is very charming, but very charming. Not as detailed as those games. but It has its own uh, sense of self in a way. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah, and it sure. is. It's it's Pocket Mario, really. I mean, at the time, mm-hmm. it was the portable Mario game, and it's a full game too. So yeah. it's like it's not, you know. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to say about graphics before moving on? No, I think that's good. All right, let's talk about the music and the sounds in this game. You know, Mario has a long history of having some incredible music for their games, starting with the very first Mario on the NES. I mean, that music's iconic. Uh, what did you guys think about the music in this game? I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. Like it didn't, it didn't sound like exactly like Mario music, but I think I almost enjoyed it more for that. Like it was just, uh, I don't know. It was just so, you know what it probably is. It's been so long since I played it in like Mario and Mario three and super Mario world. We've gone back to so much over the years, but this one is like discovering new bizarre mario music all over again and it is hip tanaka who did the original metroid music and that kind of makes sense too because it's it's kind of bizarre for mario music but i really liked it yeah and but, i'm fairly i'm fairly certain a couple of the tunes that i that i heard like the one that i'm really thinking of right now is the egyptian like tune oh yeah i'm fairly certain i've heard that tune before <laughs> this is very unprofessional but i wrote my notes the world two music i just absolutely love but I don't remember which World 2 level it is. Does each world have just one song? That's what I was trying to remember. Like, is World 2, 1, 2, 2, 2, 3 all the same? Um, songs do I repeat. Remember. I know that. Well, I yeah. think the first two levels, because they're split into, aren't these, the, the, the final, like the, like, the four, like the fourth level, that's like a castle or something special. Um, they, I believe they have different music, but I think the other levels have the same. Well, I can't remember now. And let this play for a second. That's yeah, it's world two with the little yeah. uh, UFOs. It was a kid that literally was just a second. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if that's really, the one I was thinking of, but I do really like that one. One of the world two songs, absolutely love. I, one of the levels. I, I I love the the the. Actually, you know what? I think it is all the same. Now, I, it I might be that one. This. I think it just changes a couple of times. All right. Anyways, yeah, go and listen to the World 2 music. <laughs> I, I really like it. Because I was thinking about the, the level when you're underwater, and I love the music there, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the music that's underwater. It probably is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's like that music. Yeah. Too. And real quickly, the one thing that really will throw you off if you're coming from the world of Mario knowledge that's different in this game, the uh, when you jump on the turtle shell, uh, you can't oh, kick no. it. Get out of the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Because it's technically yeah. a bomb. <laughs> that, um, yeah, that was very, that was very uh, uh, like, different. Like, remember, I remember playing that as a kid and being like, oh, no. But the name of that turtle is different. It's the Nokobon. And it literally says it's a turtle with a bomb on its back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Straight from the... Uh, manual's mouth there but yeah uh, i think i don't this is again i think the music is very very solid uh the and i really enjoyed it and i would go back and listen to it i would say it's it's uh definitely well above average uh but i do not know if it's on the same level as like your main line mario games 
No, which, I agree. Which yeah. may not be no, fair. Too, this is a Game Boy game, but yeah, and it's and it's so different as well. I, I believe, like, I mean, definitely some of my uh, stuff is definitely nostalgia, but I mean, th- the this music fits this world perfectly. Yeah, I feel like yeah, and I it agree. would, and, and and I almost feel like if it had the traditional mm-hmm. uh, traditional Mario music, it might feel off because this game already feels so different. So I'm glad yeah. they went a different route and then just clone the. Uh, original mario music oh yeah i agree myself so yeah but uh, i agree completely with the graphics and the music i thought several times while i was playing like this is may not be quite as good as like you know well obviously like mario 3 but i'm really glad it isn't the same because it really is its own beast and i love that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i very much agree all right well let's get into the to the big one let's talk about the gameplay of this game i found myself despite these little differences we've already that I talked about. I really liked and enjoyed the way that the levels were laid out. I thought they did a really good job of that. Um, like most Mario games, it yeah. does get a little tougher. Uh, some of the jumping and stuff you got to do does get a little tougher. But they also... Uh, is this the first Mario game that actually ch- breaks up the gameplay a little bit? Because uh, you'll actually end up in vehicles at some point. I believe it is. Is well, I mean, unless one of the newer ones does, but that that always stuck out to me a lot, actually. And yeah, it's a real char- adds a real charm to the game. Really, yeah. I love those levels very much. I, 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 when I got in a flying saucer to arrive at World Two, my mom was blown a little bit. Yeah. Like I did not, I did not remember that, and I did not expect that in a Mario game. <laughs> yeah, but it's really fun. Like it really, really breaks things up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can platform all day, and, and especially if it's a good platformer like a Mario game, I'm totally cool with it. But they also decided, hey, we're going to put you in a UFO, or we're going to put you in this little underwater submarine, and just let mm-hmm. you go at it at some enemies, and just give you uh, the ability to shoot up projectiles. And that was a lot of fun. I really, yeah. really enjoyed those. Yeah, uh, I it was done very well, controlled very well, like the rest of the game. I mean, talk about the controls real quick. I thought this game controlled fairly well. Uh, the only uh, thing that I had a problem with, and that was on me, it wasn't on the game, was getting used to the bouncing ball. I just had to get used to it because it's so different oh, yeah. from That's very different. other things Mar- uh, Mario throws. And I feel like you do have to get used to the controls a little bit because it doesn't control exactly like even the original Mario Brothers. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's- but I kind of enjoyed that challenge because you know I played Mario so much. Mm-hmm. It's definitely but- tight controls. It's not really that... It's not really that floaty, which is nice. Right. And there were certain times too that they would you know in the original mario game where there were levels where you could jump to the top of the level and kind of skip everything yes uh they decided that they would make that a part of the game too in this one. Oh yeah and That's actually really interesting and actually yeah. there's things you can get on that would actually put you up to the top there they'd put yeah. coins up there uh so i thought that was very very interesting and actually pretty cool i really liked that this game like all mario games has a lot of little secret things in it oh it does i mean there's uh the level design is really unique too, like you said. Like, mm-hmm. um, um, there's that one level. It's in two. Is it two two? I think the one where you uh, yeah. <laughs> two two. Um, <laughs> the where where um, if you're small, there's a little invisible platform, and you can actually go underneath. Oops, I hit the mic. Um, you can go underneath the uh, level almost. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where? Okay. Is that the one with water? Yes, well, you're water underneath the water. It. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and then yeah, and like you said, like the um 
the Egyptian uh, like pyramid. You basically go into a pyramid and, and fight fight a, like a sphinx type yeah. monster. Yeah, I'm and glad that's... you I'm glad you brought that up. I thought the boss battles in this game were pretty fun and yeah. very and very different. Like you're not just going against the usual uh, you know Koopa stuff. This is a very different uh, bad guys. Like one's a sphinx, like Tim said. Uh, you know, of course, you got the main bad guy there, then Tatanka or Tatanga, whatever his name is. Topanga. Topanga. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, you got to get through his best friend, Sean, her best friend, Sean, before you get to her. It's pretty impressive. Yep. I was, uh, was going to make a Corey joke. But... <laughs> I went the Sean route. Um, yeah, I went the Sean route. Yeah. Hashtag Boy Meets World. A great <laughs> show. Uh, but yeah, that's, I really enjoyed that. Like, these were very different. And that aspect, it reminded me of Mario 2. The first time I played it, as in these were new bosses that I was not expecting when I played it the first time, right? Like, they're not just your normal. Yeah. No, but, no. I, yeah. I don't think any of these characters really ever, except the ones that we've seen in other games, like you said, uh, Goomba, um, Bullet Bill, like the Piranha Plant and yeah. stuff. I think I don't think any of these other characters have ever carried over, mm-hmm. unlike Mario 2, where characters like birdo and stuff and that were from the original skin of the game have carried over into the mario universe and and you know what i think that is and i might be totally wrong and i don't think it's like a mean thing at all but this was the r&d team this was the handheld team they Mm kind of did their own thing and i don't think like that you know the team developing mario 3 was really thinking about the handheld game because that's that other team's game you know yeah i just think that's how it was then um but you were mentioning the bosses I like the variety. I liked it. The first boss, you can beat it just like Bowser in the original Mario. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting the post on the bridge. But then the second boss, uh, the seahorse underwater, you shoot in the face with missiles. With yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. awesome. And the bosses I thought were pretty easy. But I'm, and I might be in the minority, but I'm of the opinion that bosses in pure platformers should not be super hard. Because the platforming is the hard part. And then you get to the end of it. I don't think they should just wipe you out every time. I, I think, agree. you know, beat-em-ups and, like, Contra-type games should have difficult bosses. I don't think platformers need tough-as-nails bosses. That's just my opinion. But... Unless it's the final boss, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The final mm-hmm. boss definitely should be a little tougher. but Like yeah. different phases, you know. Yeah. Not my final form. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very much so. Uh, the Quick question while I was playing this. Uh, I know there's a Super Mario Land two. Is that was there only how many Super Mario Lands were there technically in te- this? Te- just two technically, because then it, it it goes into Wario Land. Yeah, yeah. this might be a good Super time for Mario to talk Land. About this. Super Mario Land three is technically Wario Land. Yeah, one, I believe, but it does say Super Mario Land three on the box. It does, but it's yeah. not Mario. You're no, that's it's the Wario, first game. Yeah. Which well, I mean, we shouldn't get into it too much now, but we should definitely talk about Mario Land too, because that's a whole other animal. That's what I was going well, to say. Uh, like, how similar is it? Like, uh, without giving anything away, because I'm assuming we're going to cover it's it. Not similar yeah. at all. I, I was definitely going to bring it up because I just happened to play it this week, and I realized I'd never played Mario Land two, and it blew my mind. It's I really- had Wario mm-hmm. Land, and I had, of course, the original Mario Land. Um. I'm going to save it for my review because it comes into play then. Just okay. a couple of quick comments about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, I'm uh, very curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, more. I'm just going to say Mario Land Two is definitely when you look at it and the way it plays, it's a lot more traditional. Let's put it. Well, not okay. no more. More like Mario Three. Hmm. So I might really really like it because I love Mario um, Three. Pretty sure you will. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm going to play it. I mean, obviously, I yeah, just definitely do. No, please do. It's it's. I mean, I'm not going to give away my 
I have a hot take coming up, but I might review, but I only played it a few minutes, so it's not a spoiler for when we cover it. All right. Ooh, hot take. We, uh, write this down, get, everybody. Well, hot take coming soon. Hot take's probably not the right word at all. No, <laughs> I have a take. We're get, we're you already sold it. It's a hot take. take. Yeah. Fizzling take. All right, everybody go around. Give one hot take. Tim, what's your hot take? Go. Uh, that's how I'm on the spot. I don't have a hot take. Here I um, <laughs> No, go ahead. No, hot, take, hot take for Johnny. Johnny's hot take. KFC French fries, much, much better than Wendy's fries. Oh. Trevor's hot take. Starbucks really has terrible food, and I don't understand why they exist. Uh, man, that's not a hot take for me. You and I both hate coffee. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not a hot take for somebody that doesn't even like coffee, but I'm sure you're- I tried. I tried getting something from there just because my wife – Likes coffee and is so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, the food isn't even that great. You're right. I agree. Right. Tim, hot take, go. Damn, this, this is tough. All right, hot take. Um, Retro Bliss should be canceled. No, no. Hey, I was I was one of those people that bugged you guys to make sure you didn't cancel. So that I was your hot take, that. actually. That, that was, that was, was my hot take. There you go. Counterculture. Don't, <laughs> hashtag don't cancel Retro Bliss. There's my hot take. Yeah, uh, another That's hot fine. take. Uh, we. <laughs> Uh, we played on the Nintendo Switch a game based on a board game called Instumble, and uh, there's a global chat in it. And Tim and I tried our best to shield out this podcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a game with like eight people worldwide playing it, right? And that game wouldn't even let us do that. It censored yeah. us. We were censored. <laughs> Man, I thought America was free, but yeah. it let me say no mercy in the global chat because we had just watched. Co- I just watched Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, that's uh-huh. another hot take. Uh, well, this isn't that hot. I love season four. Very excited for season five. Hot, hot take. Cobra Kai Here's, is cool. Yeah. Now, this is a real hot take. I just watched Karate Kid three or four days ago for the first time in my life. And it was literally twice as good I thought, as I thought it was going to be. And I already thought it was going to be pretty good. That's awesome. I, I, I like freaking loved it. Like, I, I really loved it. Like, uh, yeah, I'll just take this time to tell you guys because you can't really tell in text. But me and Anna both like, holy cow, like, I didn't think it was going to hold up like Back to the Future or uh, Ghostbusters, you know. I thought it was going to be one of those 80s movies that was more nostalgia. Yeah. But it's, it's just great. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think it's better than uh, like the IMDb score even. Like, I think I like it more than people who grew up with it. <laughs> like, I would really rate it highly. Yeah, I yeah. would too. Uh, hot take. I love how Karate Kid 2 starts because it literally starts right from the end of Karate Kid 1. That was pretty And I wish, that was and I wish awesome. more sequels would do that. Like, it literally mm-hmm. picks up right from that tournament. So, oh, that's cool. I got to watch it then. Like, also, hot, literally, the characters are walking outside of the tournament. That's how the second hot, one starts. Wow. Hot take. I've seen Karate Kid 2 more than one. Oh. Huh. Oh. I don't know if I... Yeah, there we go. Take. That is a hot take. I've seen it more than one. I don't know if it's because I just watched that one more. Or... Hot take. I've seen the Hillary Swank one multiple times in my life. And I've the only thing I can remember <laughs> is her doing her training on one of those giant sand things. That's all the thing I remember. I watched it recently within the last year. And, and it's not actually, her fault, by the way. She's a great actress. No, she was fine. Yeah, it's not if, her if, fault. If, if, no, it's not her fault. The movie itself is kind of subpar, but it wasn't because of her. And you get some and, and it focuses on Miyagi a bit, which is pretty cool. So, I yeah, mean, that part. It's I not, it's, it's, not yeah. it's not completely not worth watching. Another hot take. take. Oh, go ahead, Trevor. You go first. <laughs> I mean, what the crap with Miyagi in the first movie? Like, like you got to be kidding me! Like the the when it gets serious, yeah, with his so story, good. I'm like, oh man, so good grief! You like, don't this expect isn't that. cheesy good. This is just getting my heart good. Yes, yes, you got to watch uh, Miyagi's probably one of my all time favorite characters in anything. Right, he's so yeah. great, so easily likable, 
and it's just wild his career because I mean this is the same guy that was on Happy Days, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, go watch Happy Days with him on there. Uh, the accent completely different. Yeah, he was Arnold. <laughs> friend yeah. Arnold's. All right, all right, last hot take. Uh, season six of Community. There's they do a Karate Kid play. If you guys remember, yes, yeah. you got to watch that episode where oh, I need to go back and watch it now. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. And yeah, all right, that's all I'm going to say. But season and huh. hot take season six of Community is not terrible like people say it is. It's actually pretty awesome. It's definitely got some very high spots in it. Oh, yeah. oh another hot take. <laughs> this will be my last one. Uh, I'm going back and rewatching X Files, one of my favorite shows all time. Uh, side note, still holds up, but that's my opinion. Very, I'm very biased when it comes to that show. So take that for a grain of salt. Uh, I don't see, think that's a hot take. Season, though, here's a hot take. Oh. Season five, usually when a show is, uh, you know, by season five, most shows, people are like, eh, on them now. Uh, season five, because that's the season I'm on right now, I forgot it has some iconic episodes in season five. So it's still going strong. Uh, it has that. Uh, that one episode that's all in black and white, Tim. You remember that one? Yeah, I do. The monster yep. story. Yeah, it's yeah, got so that one, one in there. Uh, it's got some classic ones that you'll definitely remember. It's very, very awesome. Season five, X Files, fantastic. That's my hot take. <laughs> Trevor, you got one last hot take? <laughs> my last hot take is uh, I was asking you guys if you ever had like a shin. No, I was asking my wife. I didn't ask y'all. Y'all ever had a shin splint? Like it's a very painful, specific pain. I think I've had like one or two in my life. I've heard of it, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Anyways, I don't know if this is accurate at all, but my feet, like there's been a new pain here the last couple of days. There's been a new pain. It's on the top of my foot, not my heel, which is where a lot of my pain is. Oh, there you go. It's always good when it spreads to other places, right? And like, if I had to describe it to somebody, I would say, I think this is what a shin splint feels like, except it's in my foot. So yeah, that's a new thing. I think it's probably the neuropathy. I think it's just part of that. I don't think it's gout, and I don't think it's the plantar fasciitis. So, you want to tell your other story you told us in chat? Uh, Which one? I don't want to say more because I. (laughs) I don't know if you want to tell us that one. (laughs) Let's just say for all the stories we tell you, people who listen to this, uh, oh, you really miss out on some even more embarrassing stories about ourselves in that chat. (laughs) But I mean, here I'll just say this. I mean, I'll keep it PG. I'll just say I'll just say this, Trevor. I'll just say this real quick. Um, I know I mocked you for it, but that's just uh, that came from a place of knowing exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) So telling this in a PG way is going to be the trick. Yeah, Uh, because I gave you all the gory details. But as a guy, this is going to be really hard. Yeah, a penis. Sometimes when you're sometimes when you are relieving yourself in the toilet. Yeah. Sometimes the, the stream sometimes. is just not going. The stream is not going where you expect it to. Yeah. And sometimes it makes sense. Like something's caught, you know, whatever. But sometimes <laughs> you're like, what is happening? Why am I not hitting the toilet? And for the whole urine stream, for the whole time you're peeing, you're trying to figure out why it's just going everywhere. <laughs> and sometimes you never figure it out. Like I'm just peeing everywhere and I don't <laughs> even know why. And you're just, you know, <laughs> if you'll excuse the metaphor, you're grasping at straws, trying to figure out. What's going on? Why am I peeing everywhere? And then by the time you're done, you get the way they need to be situated. And by then you're done and there's just urine everywhere. And it's just so disappointing. So, yeah, that was the story. <laughs> and just, man, yeah. The look on Tim's face. He's like, just, just, just hope you there. didn't eat asparagus before that. And you go, oh, oh. God, I'm crying over you. <laughs> Life is good. But when Trevor told us that, he gave us way more details 
for Dim yeah. But when Trevor yeah, was telling me RPG. that, I quickly mocked him for it. But deep inside, I knew exactly this pain he was speaking of. <laughs> Especially if it's like early in the morning and you're kind of groggy to start with. And, you know, you just expect, the, you know, the way that it's pointing is the way it's going to go. And that's yeah. not always the case. <laughs> no. No, and it just makes you mad when you can't figure out why, like you're working at it. And by the time you're done, you start figuring it out. Like, oh, my gosh. Of course, that tells yeah. a lot about you as a man. I guess that's revealing yeah. more than I care about necessarily. But I decided that I was going to glue my hands to mine so that I could just <laughs> point it wherever. But that just ended up me just having a really good day. <laughs> oh my God, that was that was in the American Pie movie, wasn't it? Oh, American did they do that? Pie. Am I recycling the joke from a movie I'd forgotten I'd I'm, seen? I'm pretty sure American <laughs> Pie. Jason Biggs like glues himself to himself. Is I that why we does. can't? Is that why we can't go to the movie theater anymore? Might be. No, oh, I knew it was something because. Like that. Oh, I don't know. Hey, what I do in public is so, my uh, business. <laughs> so, what else about the gameplay? Yeah, Super so Super Mario, Mario Land. Land gameplay, I thought it was very good. Yeah, no, the gameplay yeah, was rock fine. solid. It was good. Yeah. It controls better than Trevor trying to pee in a toilet. <laughs> Absolutely. Only sometimes, though. He says when you're sometimes yeah. trying to pee in a toilet. But I, I think Mario, unlike Trevor, hits that mark way better. <laughs> yes. And another thing that hits the mark, unlike me, you might say, is the length of the game i think is very appropriate it's 12 levels four worlds three levels each there's no password feature there's no safe feature but it works it's just enough for a handheld game to last for a good long car ride and because it's mario it's infinitely replayable exactly yeah Uh, i also think once you play the game a few times and you get used to everything i think you could beat this game in what like 45 minutes or less oh yeah or less yeah Yeah, a little less maybe uh, um because we're still on gameplay uh Honestly, the the part that always like I I do pretty well in this game. I mean, it's not overly that difficult, I wouldn't say. Um, but uh, the the level I think it's level three with the bouncing rocks. Um, in the way in the way the enemies spawn, there's one spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World three, where yeah. where there's there is uh, you're on the ground and there's a platform yep. with a with a box and another platform and there's an enemy constantly jumping and those things yes. home in on you. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you're talking about world business. three, like a lava world, right? Or yes, with the eastern island looking. Heads. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't. So, that's the word. Honestly, that that part right oh. there and, and that part right there. And um, sometimes th- jumping on the rocks at the right time. Yeah, that's the, honestly that's the hardest part of the game. The rest of the game is very. I'm not going to say it's like simple, but it's not. Well, when I was when I was trying to play through it for the show, I didn't. I got to where I wasn't hardly losing any lives. I didn't think it was that challenging. It was challenging enough, but not bad at all. All the way up until that part you're talking about in the yeah. third world. Then I lost all my lives on the same jump. And I know I was being impatient, and it's my fault, but that was, yeah, I lost all my lives at that spot you're talking yeah. about. And you yeah. earn a lot of lives in this game. It was like yeah, 12 oh, lives. Yeah, it's right. And remember, yeah. um, when you, at the end of each level, um, there you have a chance for a bonus uh, level. There's two doors, one on, one on the bottom level and one at the top. Um, to get up to the top, it starts off easy. There's these little... Um, little blocks or something that you jump on and they kind of fall as you jump. So you just have to time your jumps. But if you get up to the top door, um, you have, there's a bonus game with a ladder basically where you, yes. it, it scrolls up and down and then you hit the button to stop and you, you can get up to three lives or yeah. you can get a big, a mushroom or no, the, oh, I'm sorry, the flower, flower, I think. Yeah. The flower. Yeah. So after every yeah. single level, you can earn up to three lives. I mean, that's, yeah. 
So if you're uh, lucky, you like yeah. you said, you could have like 10 lives by the time you're at level three. I mean, pretty And easily. I thought that bonus game is very cool too, because you actually, if you get good timing, you can actually get what you expect to get. Like it's not random. It's not. That's better than like some of the mini games in these Mario games for lives. I mean, it's, it's like what was like the cup game in the toad houses of Mario three. I can't remember exactly. I know there was a card game and the, uh, this the one I think machine. is more doable. Like the you didn't really the, get it. Yeah. Yeah. The slot agreed. machine in Mario two, I always felt was pretty, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, pretty man. unfair. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh man. Good call. I'm glad you remember that. Mm-hmm. Great call. That's why we like, pay you. That's why we pay you $150 per episode. He's, you, you do. You, you make more than I do, Tim. <laughs> You make make 150% more than I do. (laughs) Dang. That is impressive. (laughs) Impressive. Yeah, that would be be literally like 150%. That'd be like 10 times. And I'm the add on guy over here. Yeah. It's your show. Is 150% zero? We'll be honest. We'll be honest. I mean, we split 15 or 16 bucks a piece per month from the Patreon. Yeah, the awesome Patreon. Uh, and then we're paying Tim, TM 150 per episode. So we're going yeah. to the whole like 10 grand a year. Yeah, this show is expensive for us. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm living well. Yo, I mean, no, Tim's just, doing great. Just to be clear, good. just to be clear, Tim won't accept any payment. Uh, I will not. He says no. that knowing us and knowing how good he is by comparison is enough payment for him. That's right. That's why we wow. constantly make sure he knows that he's so much better than us. <laughs> they do tell me a lot that <laughs> they do tell yes. me that a lot. Yeah. You're going to get like a weird inverse complex, like where we're constantly telling you how much better you are than yeah. us. It's so weird. But you're going to wonder like, what does that mean? Because they hate themselves. Like Tim was really excited to become our friends at first. And then he realized just how needy me and Trevor are. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. He's like the, he's the custody, the custodial parent. Yeah. Like I'm very needy and I'm very upfront about it now. I just accept that that's one of my great failings is how needy I am. I just need somebody to tell me, Hey, it's going to be okay. You're doing, you're all right. You know, uh, and, and I'm too practical that. sometimes. Like I try to be encouraging and positive. But I'm also too practical, I think. And I can't be encouraging uh, yeah. to Trevor because anytime I do, he thinks it's sarcasm. <laughs> I really do. If it's a person, I can tell, but not, not if it's not a person. Yeah. And I'm not a person. So yeah. uh, that's, <laughs> I was legit trying this another side tangent and we'll get to our scores after this. Uh, we all got a uh, super Mario party. Ain't that what it's called for the switch? Yeah, Superstars, the new one. Yeah, that's the one that took some of the yeah, old Mar- Mario Sorry, parties. Mario Party Superstars, not Super Mario Party. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the first one. Okay, right, see, that's why I get confused. Yeah. Uh, the one that just came out, the more recent one. Yes. And uh, by the way, side note, uh, it's a blast, especially if yeah. you're playing with friends like we have been. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, I decided on the last time we played that I was going to be team trevor because here's a little side note trevor and i i don't know why we are this way but we're very competitive against each other <laughs> it never gets to the point where we hate each other yeah but we do but we do gently lovingly mock each other over it yeah uh we've never once like hurt each other's feelings i don't think he's never hurt mine so hopefully i've never hurt his but therapy is is a very good deal these days yeah so. it really is yeah. uh but i was like i'm going to I, I told myself that i'm really going to be more encouraging this round for trevor because I really hadn't been until then. And he and it took me 10 minutes to realize you were serious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was for 10 minutes. I thought he's being just, this is starting to get old because <laughs> this is a really long joke. And he just needs to, then I was like, okay, I'll just take it. It feels kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. And guess who won? Trevor won. So you're welcome. Oh yeah. I did win that game. Oh, you needed my, my support. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, uh, go get the game. It's a lot of fun. If you like Mario party. Uh, yes, but, it is. 
All right, all right, guys. I think we're ready to give our final scores for Super Mario Land. Uh, Trevor, why don't you go first? No. Tell us, tell us your score, uh, and right. and uh, one hot take. <laughs> I was afraid you make me go first, but that's fair because I might have changed mine depending on what y'all do. Ah, uh, all right. So my hot take. I'm going to start with that. I'm afraid that playing Super Mario Land two might have slightly lowered my score for Super Mario Land one. Because the note I wrote, and this isn't really a hot take for people who played the game. I think Super Mario Land 2 for the Game Boy, it's still original Game Boy, still black and white, may be the most improved sequel, or at least one of the most improved sequels I've ever played. Like, it well, is so yeah, good. I agree with that. so good. I agree it, with that. And fans did do a colored version of it that you can play. I got an actual cartridge just called Super Mario Land 2 DX which isn't fair because it didn't originally come out that way, but it just makes it where you can play it on Game Boy Color and full color, and you realize how freaking good the game looks. Like, Anyway, Zach, I'm not going to spoil my review score for that because I've not played it enough, and we'll probably cover it one day, but A, Johnny would love it, and B, it is like it is like the difference between the original Super Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 3. It is that oh, much wow. difference, and okay. I'm not exaggerating. It really is, yeah. Um, that being said, Mario Land is a quirky, fun game, and I'm so glad that we came back to it and it brought up memories of playing it. And I'm wiffle waffling between two scores because it is probably, I don't know. I don't know if there's any flaws. I was going to say maybe one of the more flawed Mario games, but there's really not flaws. It's just quirky. Um, I don't think it rates as high as the best Mario platformers. But you know what? I'm still going to give it an eight. I was whiffling between a seven and a half and an eight, but I think it's fun enough and it's perfect for a portable game. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight. I think it, um, it's only less about the fact that super Mario land two exists. And now I've played that. Um, I see how good a game boy Mario game can be, but it's really fun and it's worth playing because it's different than literally every other Mario game. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, Tim. Okay. Uh, yeah. I honestly, uh, my score from the get go was going to be an eight. So I'm giving it an eight basically for everything that Trevor already said. It's a, it's a solid game. I have a lot of good memories of playing it, but even memories aside, I feel I've, I have just as much fun playing it today as I did when I was eight. So, Mm. so, so I'm going to give it an eight. No, that's two eights. Nice. Well, let's see what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to make it three eights, guys. I also want to give this an eight. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think its quirkiness is what really helped it for me, like Trevor said. I really enjoyed just how oddly different this game is while still somehow keeping the core of a Mario to it. Like, he still had the soul of Mario while being very quirky with it, right? Uh, So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, This is an eight all day long. I really love this game. But with what Trevor's saying, I can't wait to play Super Mario Land 2. <laughs> oh, so it. I'm very excited to try that. But this game is obviously uh, Retro Blist approved from all three of us. Uh, 8.0, that's pretty dang good. Uh, that's almost, is this the, what did we give Metroid? It's got to be close to Metroid, right? Yeah, we, we said this every time. I think Metroid was like seven from you, eight and a half from Tim, nine from me. I bet they average out about but the same then. Kirby, was it Kirby Pinball? Do we all give it eights? I think we did. Oh, well, I think there this you ties go. Kirby Pinball and, and basically ties Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we got still, we played some good games then for the for this show. Yeah. Uh, whose turn yeah. is it to pick the next one? 
I picked this one. Was it Tim? I, I played. I did Kirby Pinball, so it would be Tim. Tim. Oh yeah. So yeah. All right. Yeah. I wasn't. I was prepared. Um. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well. Are you deciding on the spot? I mean, that's I, kind of exciting. Well, for, but... well, kind kind of yeah, because I had forgotten that it was my turn. <laughs> but I I know what I'm gonna pick, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn heel a little bit heel here. Uh-oh. And because mm. because I believe it was mentioned in the past that you guys would not cover this game, but oh, you're no. going to cover this game because I am going to pick a Legend of Zelda, a link to the past for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, Ooh. wow. So technically, really since you, to the so, so you guys have technically already played it a little bit on the Super Nintendo. The handheld version isn't much different. So. Oh, man. This is gonna be really you really turned the tables here. I did. I told you I went heel because I'm just like I always thought this would be like a special episode of Retro Bliss, but then we ruined it by saying we're gonna cover it and not covering it. So now you're kind of resurrecting it. I am. I am. And part part of this is the fact that it's been it's been a long week at work and I kind of forgot it was my turn. And then another part (laughs) of me was like selfishly because it's one of my favorite games of all time tune yeah. into the uh new year's episode and i'd like to talk about it as well and i think it'd be a fun episode all right so, just... so if you want to hear us talk finally talk about that zelda <laughs> game this may be your only chance <laughs> and well, that's wow. the other thing too by me doing this you guys have to talk about zelda <laughs> that's right <laughs> I, i'm gonna ask uh, i'll ask the question off air Oh man, no, we don't keep anything from our audience. Okay, you okay. About? You literally just spent so, like ten minutes talking about you going to the bathroom just a minute ago. Yeah, I'm just having a hard time deciding. Are there enough differences that it would matter if I play the Super Nintendo version? Oh my um, TV! Not really. Know. There's 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 um there's a couple of gameplay like minor things, minor things like that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. When Link falls in the fault like falls into a hole in the game in the game boy advance version he goes ah and then in the reg in the super nintendo version he doesn't scream you know what i'll, I'll probably play the game boy advance version too you know can what I believe, yeah <sighs> there's a couple things i can remember so <laughs> the reason we don't cover some of these big games sometimes is because i have in my mind i need to finish it and i i think it's because of earthbound when i didn't even intend to finish it to review it but i just did so ever since then when we cover one of these games i love i'm like well i gotta finish it if we're gonna review it yeah but that's not the case. Like I played that game plenty. That whatever I play it between now and when we record is fine. Like that's I what I was to thinking too. Head, you know, you know. I, didn't, I wasn't doing this completely selfishly because I because I know you guys do have some experience with it, so it's not completely oh, yeah. off off the rail. But but I but I'll be honest though, when I said it, I'm kind of like should have asked you first, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like I just dropped the bomb right there. That's no. This just forces us to do it. This just forces us to do it. So. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Honoring... You wanted you wanted you to wanted... hear a link to the past. You yep. wanted two hundred dollars an episode, and we cheaped out on you. So that's you yeah, know, that's what we get for like a, that's the hundred and fifty version. This is the Tim. signing bonus right here. Is I get to yeah. talk about one of my favorite games. So there we go. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, for Trevor and Tim, I'm Johnny. We very much appreciate all you listening to us, all you blisters out there. Uh, Trevor, let's leave them with one more hot take. What you got? Um, this is a literal hot take. Uh, my wife just made a a popover. If you don't know what that is, look it up. And she brought it down to me. And so I just want to say I'm a very lucky hashtag blessed man. <laughs>